On this episode of Cheesesteak Sports, Dan and I recap the Eagles matchup against the Atlanta Falcons and also look forward to Sunday's matchup against the San Francisco 49ers. Go Birds! Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. Got that dog mentality. I need to buy one of them shirts ASAP. That's actually... I saw that the, the uh, I guess yesterday or mm-hmm. Monday, and I went out my like I was like oh I need this, totally forgot until you gave me those barks right now. Yeah. I'm about to look up right now. <laughs> great, great week one. Yeah, it was I mean usually watching all the games with Paul didn't even watch with Paul as you guys heard last week he was gonna be somewhere else. Uh, texted a little bit throughout the game, but I mean all in all just a, a beautiful Sunday. Eagles win 32 to six. The rest of the NFC East loses. Um, yeah, you can't it was, draw it up any better. It's just one of those Sundays like you you want to just hold on to for a while because they don't happen often, you know. Where you get a win like that, like you're not really feeling a lot of pressure throughout the game, especially in the second half. For the most part, I mean, with being an Eagles fan, you're always like, this game could turn at any moment. Uh, but it was exciting. It was really exciting to watch. I thought, I mean, we'll start with Hertz. Hertz looked. I felt like he just looked in command. Um, he made the simple throws. I thought, um, yeah, I mean, obviously his legs are a big factor, and they've, they helped him out in some crucial situations, that two-minute drive using his legs. They didn't really stretch his arm too much, but I thought he just did what he had to do and played really well. Couldn't really ask for a better game from Jalen Hurts in, uh, in his first start this year. So I was, I was super excited to see that. Um, and with Sirianni, with his first start, I feel like just – at day in day out, this guy is getting more and more love by Philly fans and by me. But just that opening drive, like the way he eased Hurts into the game, there was like two straight say, bubble screens. Yep, yeah, two straight bubble screens. The Quest Quest had like three catches in like the first yeah, drive. The first, yeah, I was like, bro, time. like he's gonna be getting picked up like ASAP. And that's exactly but, what, that's what crossed my mind too. I was like, damn, is talking about yeah. it. Um, I don't actually think anyone picked him up because it's just it's. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, after you see after happen. you see Rager do yeah. what he can do with the, you know, this. Are you how are you feeling on Rager now? I was gonna mention him a little bit later, but okay. I mean, he he played well. I mean, I even just like thinking about the game in total. I don't know if there were. I can't think of any off my head. But watching a game where a receiver didn't drop the ball, do you remember any drop passes? Mm-hmm. Maybe like a. Contested, but I don't remember any like clear drops on Sunday. Uh, the, I mean the one, not it wasn't really a drop. It was just that one ball where they ran up after Ertz. It was the throw on the right sideline. It was like intermediate. It was a little mm-hmm. bit underthrown. Ertz definitely didn't catch it because oh, they yeah, get to yeah. That wasn't really a was, drop. That's the only thing that I yeah, can yeah. think of. Yeah. Um, but it still counted as a catch anyway. Right to watch a game where like you're not complaining about a couple drops. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah. Devonte Smith looked good. Lots, lots to be excited about today. It, we we bullied them. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I when it first started, I thought we were gonna get bullied because yeah, how the fast the the Falcons moved down the field. But then, like you texted me, it was like bend but don't break. But then we ended up making adjustments right. and, and didn't even bend. So also, like the one thing is like I want to temper. I the thing is temper. Um. My expectations. Temper. No temper wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Right? Um, I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Um, but I just, I it was a great game. It was an amazing game. Yeah. But also, Falcons did pick what number five yeah, yeah. in the draft. 
So, and it's a new coach. Um, so it's it's really exciting. It's great because also at the same time, everyone said that the Eagles. I mean, Vegas said Eagles yeah. and Falcons are equal. If the if not, uh, Falcons are a little bit better because yep. there's that half a point. So we proved them wrong. I am pretty. I, I mean, it, it just makes it a lot better knowing that we have that offensive line, we have that defensive yeah. line, and if Hurts can, you know, like he doesn't have to do that much as long as everyone else is I, I mean they played as a full team yeah so and I, that's exactly what i had write, written down here literally i wrote don't overreact just enjoying the ride and i said i think we're gonna have some exciting football games this year like that's the one takeaway i get from this yes atlanta's bad um nobody thought the eagles were what 26 points better than atlanta i don't think going into that game anyone who went into that game predicting the eagles to win yeah, probably I had se- them. i only did seven on them in the pool too yeah, so not, yeah, Jared only did five. He had them. Like, nobody really, I think, expected what we saw from the birds. So, if this team can stay healthy, like Paul mentioned, the O line's critical, D line's huge. Um, if they can stay healthy, I think we're going to be able to watch uh, a lot of exciting football games this year, which, yeah, that's exciting. There's also a couple, couple quick numbers for you. Is the Eagles' largest margin of victory since. The NFC Championship game, the Eagles-Vikings, back in 2017. And it was the first time the Eagles scored 30 points. Remember, you know, I'm always 30 points. They didn't score 30 points once last year. Last time they did it was uh, 2019 Eagles-Giants when we officially, I think, clinched the division that year after roping off four straight with Carson. So wow, those are some good numbers. Yeah, thirty points got now, the dub. I forgot about the thirty point club because we yeah. never hit it last year. <laughs> we hit it once. <laughs> wow, not once. The close we we had twenty nine when we lost to the Steelers in the in the Fulgham uh, game. Yeah. but that was the the closest we got. Um, but wow. yeah, what did what what did you feel like? What are your thoughts right now on Nick Sirianni? Because uh, I feel like you're pretty. I saw your one tweet about the. I didn't mention the locker room video, but. Oh, yeah, I mean, it just seems like he's got a grip of the guys. Yeah. I think, I don't know who it was because I listened to so many different podcasts, but one, someone was saying, like, uh, maybe it was Coward saying, like, it really seems like the guys were, like, playing for him. Like, I didn't think that they'd do that. Um, or, you know, it might have been Chris Sims maybe saying that the guys are buying it. I don't, I don't know. I think it was Chris Sims. Yeah. I heard Sims talk okay, about Okay, so then it. maybe it was Sims saying that the older guys in the locker room and if you can get those guys to buy in you know, it gets them going. And apparently like there was like a real emotional speech the night yeah. before. Like, dude, like that's what it's about. Like, and, um, yeah, you saw, I retweeted today. Someone tweeted, uh, Sirianni saying that he's going to look up at the stadium when it says go win from, um, from Rocky. Oh yeah. yeah. And then someone put underneath it, like Rocky running the steps. Yeah. It's all filled off. You run behind him. And like, it's going to be juice. Cause it's a home opener. I, I won't time. get to that yet. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Don't get me started. Uh, I, I mean, it's just, it's, it seems like he schemed up a good game. Mm. Um, like they're talking about, did you watch the Manning broadcast at all on Monday? A little bit. Yeah. Did you see the beginning and middle? M- middle, highlights? middle through end. I watched okay. all on there. So the first thing- I, Yeah. I was confused. I saw you snap, maybe a Snapchat. Yeah, and I, I was like, my story. I heard something about the Mannings, and I was thinking to myself, "Oh, I thought they were supposed to be on Monday night, but I didn't. I didn't really yeah, know what it dope. was." Yeah. And then I found it. Yeah. Yeah, bro, so good. But anyway, the first thing that Peyton came up, and what we always talk about is like the first fifteen plays. And I mean, like you already said before, like that first drive, Nick knew what he wanted yeah. to have done. So I mean, it's just funny though, because like, I don't know, he doesn't really look like a head coach. 
Uh, you don't think so with the visor? I don't know. There's just if he had the fresh cut on Sunday. He looks like an OC. Right <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, seriously, like, he's ready. He looks good." When I saw him on the sidelines, I think I think my problem is, is in Madden, he looks like Gabe Kapler. The mm, Gabe, Gabe Kapler. I mean, he's yeah, just true. clinched, just <laughs> clinched the playoff berth, and has the most wins <laughs> in the MLB. But um, yeah, I I'm just really excited. I'm juiced up, like I always get juiced up. But also, it's just nice to have that. Healthy O-line also Mulata signed that extension after we talked last, too, yeah. which was like, okay, shoot, like, hey, this is a deal if this is your left tackle and he's that, like, he's that that good. Yeah. I mean, the one thing, obviously, is like Andre Dillard, like, waste of a pick. But at least you found this guy in the seventh round. So it's how he's one of the weirdest bulls because yeah, he, he really is. has these busts, like, terrible, terrible busts. And then he follows it up with, like, a late-round gem, so it's like, why don't you just trade that pick for, like, trade that first round pick for a player or something? I want to say it was to Joe, maybe Joe Banner, someone. I, I feel like it was Joe Banner tweeted about, like, Mulata during the game saying, like, I can't believe he took that. Like, saying that Mulata should have been paid a lot more than he was. Like, the Eagles got a steal. Yeah, I would, I would think yeah. so. I mean, everyone posted that pancake block. Yeah. The, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> that's just a beautiful block. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> like, it's great. Amazing. Because um, also, that's good, too, because. You know, Pete, like, the one thing that was so good about that, um, our Super Bowl team, about the offense was our screen game was unmatched just because you had Kelsey, mm. you had Brooks going up, and Lane. But now you can kind of go both ways since you have Sam Malo on the other side and Mulata instead of Peter's slow, you know, Hmm. 39-year-old getting, like, he already got injured in the Bears Oh, no, I was watching Sunday night. I I was like, Jason Peters. I wish I had, like, uh, more Bears fans on the timeline. Just be like, oh, I can't believe Peters is going out. So I could be like, get ready for it, like, every every other week. Well, it's funny because I heard them talking up, like, he he had a good block, and then, like, about a minute later, he let let a guy go, got got sacked. And then, like a couple minutes later, Jason Peters out of out to the sidelines. Yeah, I mean, it's just a shame. I, like that's just what it's been the last three yeah, years. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah. I'm surprised like, he's, he's still going. Like he's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. Good for him. But it's just, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's also wild if you think about him coming from tight end to left tackle. Yeah, that was, that's that incredible. Transition. So, like, nothing to besmirch his name, but it's just like a, it's a little bit of a meme nowadays. Oh yeah. And getting back to to Sirianni, like you said, it seems like the players are buying in, and it does seem like that. With, I mean, little things, but like the dog mentality shirt, um, the speech you talked about. I heard he mentioned like he showed like clips of his like high school basketball film, and I think kind of like trying to get the guys to buy into like what it looks like to persevere, and like how he wants to portray that. I guess he showed different instances in his like sports career. Yeah, his different sports career stuff. Too, and I think I don't know if it was that night. But I heard Brandon Graham talk about how he talked about his uh, first press conference and how, like, that's fueled him and for motiv- motivated him. That's great. Which is, like, cool. Like, he's owning up to that, and, like, that's motivating him. Like, good for him. And uh, I thought also he was aggressive. Like, we've been used to Peterson on fourth down. He was very aggressive. He went for it, I think, two times on fourth down. The one time I was like, oh, and I wanted to take the points. We didn't get it. Um, I think he he kind of just said we didn't execute well, which usually is the case. Yeah. I think it was a handoff. We got stuffed. Yeah, I know. That um, was the first was, one, right? No, no. I'm the one I'm talking about. It was 15 to six. And I remember saying, remember wow. saying, like, oh, like take the points, go up, make yeah, it make a, two touchdowns. Yeah. It was two possessions technically because we were up nine, but I was like, I make two it, touchdowns, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he, well, one time, the moment I texted you about the percentages, yeah, one yard line went for two. Yeah. So just interesting good. to see into like his approach as a coach. 
Um, I, I love the aggressive coach, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to continue to yeah, see that. It's great. It's literally it's good to feel this way. I mean, like you were saying before, I didn't touch on Hertz, but he did make the plays that that were there. He did have the lowest uh, yards per attempt I heard in, the, that. in the NFL, but you don't have to have a high yards per attempt when you're beating down a team 32-6. Yeah, and when you have receivers who can can run. And yeah, can, after the catch. And, and I mean, Sirianna's if that's... big what, on yak. Yeah, and so. also the other thing is, is, like, if the defense is giving you those bubble screens and you have the linemen to... Like, that's also how Rager scored his touchdown. From yeah. Like, what, 22 yards yeah. out, 18 yards yeah. out? Yeah, so, so it's it was fun to watch a new-look offense. Um, how about our punter, Cough and Corner? Hey, bro, another Dude. Australian. That's <laughs> yeah, the Australian. What's his, what's his name? Sipos, I think. Sipos. S I P O S. Well, Sav Rocco is a Australian. Sav Rocco. He was the first. I think he was the first one to come over from Australia. I just kept saying, I wish you were there because I know you're a big coffin corner guy. Well, I appreciate a coffin corner. Well, I feel like he was coffin corner. Yeah, he was doing it. Yeah. But um, that one. What was the? Was it the? Yeah. No. No. I think there's a big coffin corner. The first punt of the NFL season for the Bucks from that guy it was great. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, probably yeah. why you're thinking of it too, because yeah. because we just watched that yeah, game. Yeah, that's, true. that's probably what it was. That's true. Because that that gentleman was crazy. It was like on the two yard line. Uh, but back to uh the offense too. Receivers. We talked a little bit about Jalen Rager. Uh, talked a little bit about Quez. It was great to see Devontae Smith get a touchdown in his first game with the Birds and the first touchdown. And yeah, just. That connection between him and Hurts, that was awesome to watch. The thing is, I don't think he gets the game ball, though. That was my problem. Because remember, I, I gave him the game yeah, ball. Yeah. I was saying he's going to I was waiting for that second one so my prediction would be right. Yeah, I mean, technically, Sirianni got the game ball. Yeah. You know? I didn't like seeing Je- Jeff makes me feel a little bit weird. Like Someone, I, yeah. What did they say? Someone I saw, like, quote, tweeted that and said something about, like, keep him out of the yeah, locker room. That's, like, that's kind of how I was feeling. Yeah. I was like, come on, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I just think after all the reports that leaked after the Doug Peterson thing, mm. he just makes me feel a little bit weird. Same with Howie. But, like, at least Howie is making – like, he's the one that's signing the deal. Uh, well, maybe it's Howie and Jeff collabor- collaboration. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's an owner. Owners yeah, are always yeah, seem I like – I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like the teams that um, – Win more because I mean, if you look at the most hands-on owner in our lifetime and in NFL history is Jerry Jones, and in our lifetime he hasn't won anything. Nope. Um, so it's like it just makes me feel a little bit uneasy. But you know, it is what it is. Like, I feel like the coach is supposed to give out the game ball. The owner's not supposed to give out the game ball. I get it though, from it being his first game. Yeah, no, that, I know. mean that was big. And, yeah. I mean, also, like, I guess you said that Brandon Graham brought up the fact that everyone was clowning him after mm-hmm. the presser, which did make me feel a little bit weary, but I wasn't, like, that concerned. But it is weird that you run a billion-dollar corporation in the Philadelphia Eagles, and you don't get him, like, a personal coach for that presser. Hmm. You know, like, that's just a little bit, un- like, that you're being unprepared in that sense. Yeah. Like, or I mean, maybe they thought he's talked so smoothly. Yeah, that's probably. With him. That's that's most likely what it was. And your first time as a young guy, like, you get, and it's on yeah. Zoom. But you see Gase get clowned three years ago with the crazy eyes. You got to think ahead. Yeah. Like, that's on Lori, if anything. Yeah. Because you want to make your guy look the best, too. Right. So that's that's on him. Um, but uh, was there anything else that stuck out for that game? I mean, yeah. like. I was pretty com- I was comfortable the whole entire second half. Oh yeah, I, was I mean it was just, great to see. Like you talked about how we were getting ga- we were getting gashed early. We yeah. we could not stop the run, um, and that suddenly stopped. Like 
I would say midway through the second quarter, they were probably close to 100 yards. And I don't know how many they got the rest of the game, but I know the defense, they definitely adjusted. Um, so it was a good good first game for Jonathan Gannon as well. And then flipping back to offense, we didn't talk about um, the other rookie, Kenny Gainwell. I thought like he looks like a guy who could be an explosive back to spell Sanders. Yeah, was um, no Boston Scott. Yeah, like was Boston Scott not active? Because I, I, I thought about, I didn't even think about Boston Scott at all throughout that game. And then this morning, yeah, I actually exactly. saw someone dropped him in fantasy. I was like, oh yeah, Boston Scott, I don't even remember seeing he's him on tackle. the field. Yeah, just special teams. So maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's lighting up on special so, teams. Well, that was the thing, was I literally said to you, I was like, yeah, I think Gamewell takes over like week six or something like that into the season. Like, I thought Boston Scott would be at least contributing. But I guess what the coaching staff seen from Gamewell, and like what we mm-hmm. saw from Gamewell, is he, he had two touchdowns, the one got called back. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I really, I, I, I picked him up in a couple of fantasy leagues. I mean, I, you know, I got <laughs> to stay active. But it's just like, if if Sanders goes down, I'm not concerned at all. Yeah, and, but and Sanders played well, yeah, too. Sanders I thought did, he I think caught that the one, ball. Yeah. That was one of the better Sanders, like, yeah performances without like a heavy hitter yeah so like all in all because like you go back to the game oh he rushed like 13 times 130 mm-hmm. you know one of those was 70 yards and the rest well maybe, those numbers are off but you know what i'm saying yeah. he normally hits that long run and that's what makes his averages look good but he was actually just chewing it up which was nice yeah. to see him do and i don't remember if it was a screen or a run but i just had to mention our boy kelsey did you see him? He he blocked one dude, like just completely destroyed, pancaked one dude, and then right away he's on to the, no, the next. Yeah, next le- guy gets to the next level. It's amazing. Also, the one weird thing that was amazing was um the two the three defensive holds on the on the defensive lineman yeah. in the game. Yeah, but that that's what weird. you do. That's what uh, our boy was doing. Uh, was it Ridgeway or Graves? I don't remember. Our Graves. He was grabbing them so that they wouldn't go to the second level, and then that happened to Kelsey oh, okay. drive a little bit later, which was like. I mean, that's smart, but if you get called for it, I guess you can't do it. Like, yeah, you definitely can't do it because you're stopping that. But Uh, generally speaking, you know, like, we always feel like the refs are against us. It always feels that way. Yeah, well, especially when that was going on. But I felt, generally speaking, Sunday, like, I didn't feel that way. I felt like there were a couple calls where it was like, oh, that's on them or that's not on us. Like, I, I felt pretty good about the officiating on Sunday probably because we won 32 yeah, to 6 that's what I, was say. I did feel good, I did feel good about that definitely easier to look back at it with that yeah so great start to the season um this this week will be I think definitely more of a test um as we play San Fran coming off a uh, huge win um is there anything else before we jump into our preview for the Eagles Niners about uh, week one in, in general with the NFL is great to have football back. The opening game I thought was awesome uh, with Brady finishing the game like he does. He just continues to do it, um, which it, it's truly amazing. We're watching, I mean, I think the best in our our time for sure and arguably the best ever. I mean, yeah, just the stuff that he's doing at the age he's doing is insane. Yeah. I um I went I rambled on and on on the podcast, the recap earlier about the Monday night football game I was rambling. Did you watch it all? Yeah. So I, I went great. to bed like right before, probably there was like five minutes left in the fourth. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, that, I mean that's when everything started coming yeah. out of it. Uh, it, was, it was insane. Like I was, actually got stuck up at work today because my boss wanted to talk about it. He's not the biggest sports guy. 
and he wasn't in yesterday, so he was like, I was, alright, see ya. And he was like, yo, did you see that game the other night? And, he, and he's like, he woke up for the last, like, he actually did the opposite. He woke up from like, a, oh, really? like he fell asleep, then woke up for the last five and watched all over the time. I was getting ready to go to bed because I was like, oh, this is like over. Switch it to the iPad and, you know, doing brushing the teeth. And I'm like, oh, man, here we go. Yeah. It, was, it was insane. I definitely, uh, did you get to like watch? I didn't watch. I watched like quick highlights. I saw the, the touchdown to Zay Jones. Did you see the? I heard like they both like had chances, right? But like I, I saw like one tweet or something. Like, did you see the ball go off the bull's head? No, bro. It was insane. I'm telling you, you gotta watch it back. It was. It was I saw someone insane. say like this is a game where like neither team wants to win or something. <laughs> well, what happened was is the Raiders they got down to the one because of a Brian a throw to Brian Edwards. And he reached for the pie line. Uh, he was he was down on the one, but everyone thought it was a touchdown. But the refs were like, "No, no, no, don't do it." Then they came back out, and for some reason, oh, well, I was watching the Madden cast, and they're like, "Yeah, this isn't an area where you want to do like any hard counts, anything like that, because there's no point. Because all you have, they do a hard count, false start on them. They're back five yards." Then Derek Carr tries to whiz it in, goes off his own player's helmet, interception. Oh, my goodness. And then the Ravens have the ball, and then I think it was Max Crosby or – it was Max Crosby or Carl Nassib, if not both of them, forced the fumble, and then they got the ball back. Then the Ravens stayed, like, cover cover zero, real aggressive, and Zay Jones just flew yeah. right past them. And also, people were saying, like, the Ravens gave up on that play. Oh really? Yeah, that was like a couple people were like they kind of like knew it was a touchdown, so like they just started walking off. The Raiders had that crazy game last year towards the end of the season too with uh, Miami. I think yeah, it was that, a Saturday that, night game. Yeah, maybe? It was, that was the one of the Fitzpatrick. That was the two that came out. Yeah, and then Fitz yeah, yeah, came yeah. That was that was but a fun game too. Good for Derek Carr. It was cool. I watched his uh, post game like interview right after the game. That was pretty cool to watch. Just how fired up he was and excited for. For that win yeah i wanted to see because he has like the most com- quarterback comeback come win. from yeah fourth quarter comebacks really? uh since like 2014 like since he's been he had that open. he had that one year yeah i guess that one year he had like what 11 or something yeah his, his and then he got MVP. hurt yeah. yeah that was insane but um the one thing too is just the 49ers like they played a good game and then kind of just Gave up on the gas with like three minutes left, and the Lions just scored a bunch. So yeah. I think it's going to be a big test for us. Uh, like you already said, I mean, we already knew it's going to be a big test, but it's just it's going to be it's going to be a big. T- I, yeah, the, I think it's a huge test. I think it'll be more of a an idea of where this team's at. And again, like we think back to Carson's rookie year, like that's what I can try to compare it to in the sense like we were so excited after the first three games and we had a we had a, what we thought was a big test after beating the Steelers on that third yeah. game. We were a pretty solid team at the time. Um well we ended up still going like seven and nine I think or six and ten or something and we were in a lot of games but we just couldn't finish. So even if we, we can win this game on Sunday it doesn't mean we're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs or gonna go to the Super Bowl. But it definitely I think will be a, a a telltale of where this team's going going forward. And I, I think right now they're going to be in a lot of games, be in a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. And we always say, like, football is decided by a couple points, a couple plays here and there. That's what separates the good and the bad teams. So, yeah, I think it's a huge test. It'll be a big test for Jordan Mulata, earning that contract with uh, Bosa on the other side. That'll be a matchup to watch. I mean, 
I'm not like I don't know. Grapplo doesn't scare me really. I don't know about you. I don't. I don't no. know. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm. It's more Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, scares Kyle Shanahan's you. offense. I mean, I'll expect them to run the ball, especially after what Atlanta did to us in the first half. Now that's on film. I'm sure he'll try to exploit that. And now that our our offense is on film, like what that looks like, how coaches will adjust to that. We have a game on film. Um, so that'll be the next test for Sirianni in this offense to see how they come out and adjust to what other teams do to them. But yeah, the one thing, too, that's got me a little bit weary or worrisome is the fact that the last, like, three times that the 49ers stayed out east after a game. Mm-hmm, I just, just heard that. Yeah, just blow them up. So, <laughs> like, but, I mean, it was, I think the last one was against the Bengals. It was, like, jets Bengals. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, not crazy you know, good teams. The Jets and the Bengals both drafted in the top yeah. seven last year. So, um, I just – it's going to be – it's definitely going to be interesting. Definitely a test like you were saying. Uh, Garoppolo doesn't scare me, but last time Kittle killed us uh, in the air on the last time that we played them Sunday Night Football. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's right, he did. And that, that was, was without that was with, Garoppolo. That was with uh, C.J. Beathard and uh, Nick, Mullins. Nick Mullins throwing. Well, Mullins started, I think, and then got hurt. Yeah, and then Beathard came in. Nick Mullins. Actually, I think they just benched him because that. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. But um, yeah, I mean, also, they're gonna have different running back. Like you know, the if you play fantasy football, I'm sure someone picked up Elijah Mitchell mm-hmm. Mitchell in uh, one of your leagues. They're saying he's basically. Um, What's up with um, the? Trey Sermon. Yeah, what's his name? They're saying that he didn't play, um, he doesn't do uh, special teams because mm. he's not that quick. And since they had three backs, and since Ayuk was a little bit banged up with the hamstring, but then other people were saying, oh, yeah, he always liked Elijah Mitchell more, which, remember, we're, we almost made the tomato bet with, um, well, Josh and Jesse were trying to make a tomato bet about Trey Sermon being better than Javante Williams. Oh, yeah. And you're like, I'd rather do something else. Um, so then nothing came of it, but so far, uh, even though Javante Williams only got like five points or whatever, you're yeah, looking yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Melvin Gordon, game. Melvin Gordon had that huge run. Yeah, and that's the the one thing too with the 49ers defense, they did give up a lot of rushing yards to the Lions. So yeah. there is a good chance that Sirianni can ground and pound all over it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's just going to be interesting. It's so early in the season too. It's there's like not that much to go off of for how I expect Sirianni to call the game or um, any new wrinkles that the 49ers have with Trey Lance, too. Because that's always a possibility. That's how they scored their first touchdown was by putting Trey Lance in there um, in the red zone. So, like, that's that's something you have to prepare for and definitely going to stress out the the defense um, a little bit. Yeah, and it's going to be in Philly. Yeah. South Philly, like you were saying earlier, is going to be incredible with – about 70,000-plus back in full force uh, for the first time in a long time under the new, really the new regime, the new team. Sirianni hurts after that. After that win, I think it's going to be awesome. It's exciting uh, for the players, I'm sure, and I know the city's going to be jacked up. I was just looking at the weather. It's going to be a perfect, perfect day. What's a perfect day? High of 82, low of 63. It'll probably be about 75 round kickoff. <laughs> I don't know for sure. I'm just guessing, but I'll have to call up RJ for that. Yeah, you got to hit up RJ. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't wait. Eagles, Eagles, I think, will win the game. Really? I, I feel confident because I think if, if the Eagles can force them 
to have to throw the ball. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't scare me. It's just a matter of us shutting down the run. Um, with, with our front, I think we'll be able to do that um, at some point. Maybe not in the beginning, but we'll be able to adjust and do that. Still have faith in this offense. Say Eagles win 28-24. Uh, the Niners are three-and-a-half point favorite, I believe, as of now. Um, and I just saw, actually, a lot of the money's coming in betting the Eagles. So I think 69% of the, really? the bets were... Ben the Eagles, so the line could change. I, don't know. I think that the Eagles unfortunately lose, but really? it's a close one. It falls right into that spread, like twenty nine, twenty seven. Mm. Like I think it's gonna be something where you know a misplate, maybe unfortunately Elliott misses a field goal, and that's gonna come back and bite us. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like it's gonna be, every game, like Dan was saying earlier, that we always say is every game. You know, it comes down a couple plays. It's, most of them are very close, and especially when it's a uh, really good coach coming in uh, here. I don't. Yeah, I just unfortunately I don't see I don't see us winning. Uh, do you have a game ball though? Game ball. Um, I haven't thought about the game ball to be honest, but I got him twenty eight. I'm gonna say Dallas Goddard. Wow, Goddard had a big uh, question. Uh, questionable, I guess you could say touchdown catch. We didn't talk about really. Yeah, ends, but I, I thought he caught it. On Sunday. Um, and Ertz might but, be out, too. Yeah, so Dallas Goddard also heard today. Injury report, Landon Dickerson was a, a full go today at practice, which is a good sign. Um, there's something else I was just going to say. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, oh, fantasy-wise, Paul's in, Paul's in eight leagues. Looked yeah. like you... I went three and five. Went three and five. You won in our league, right? In yeah. Our, yeah. That had to feel good. You put up you put up some points, right? Yeah, I put up like one forty eight or something like that. Wow. Yeah, I I took down my own now. So that <laughs> felt good. What um did you do in your other league? I lost in my other league. By a lot or Yeah. I had uh Rogers. Yeah. I had a couple I had a couple brutal Jerry losses. Judy. Yeah. yeah, he was doing good until he broke. Yeah. I don't think you can really blame it on Jerry Judy because what did he give you like fifteen? Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, he looked like he was on pace for like thirty. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had Rodgers in one and Jones in two. Devontae What's Adams. Up with that, we didn't even talk about that. What, it was Rogers? not no the Packers. Just like yeah, he just I was not expe- expecting them to lose, let alone lose the way they did in Jameis and the Saints. Yeah, like, I, I had the Saints winning, but... I did you? Yeah, I had uh, more of a close game. So, I uh, thought it was going to be quick, but Rodgers just never got off the bus. And also, apparently, um, under uh, LaFleur in Florida and California, I think they're 1-5. and five. Where'd you hear that Packers. I It was uh, on one of the pods that yeah, I listened okay. to. Because I was, I was saying, too, I was just, like, thinking, yo, like, I remember the two 49ers games where I thought that the Packers were going to win, but they got one on both of them. There's, like, the one, um, there's this game because it was in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and then there was, like, another game that came to the top of my memory. That was a far road game, and they just didn't get, oh, uh, the Buccaneers. Against the Buccaneers last year when they played, yeah. played them in the regular yeah, season, yeah, yeah. they didn't show up. So... I mean, it's just like, it's one of those really weird things. Um, I, I don't really know what's good with them. Yeah, neither do I. But looking at week two around the league, is there any games? I know the Sunday night football game will be um, appealing to many with Ravens, Chiefs, Mahomes, Lamar and um, Jackson. Yeah, Lamar. 
Ravens coming off that tough loss. Uh, your game of the week in our pool, I'm not going to ask you for your prediction. I'll give to you. No, you don't have to. I mean, right, you might have people have listening. Ready. All right, well, we got the Thursday night game. Yeah, I know. So, that's, that's, I feel like that's that's a tough one. No, like, Washington's going to win. Yeah, the Giants did not look, did not look at it all. And their did last touchdown look. was the last seconds, and it was complete garbage. It was like a Daniel Jones, like, all right, fine, we're not going to get What are they, like, they really still believe in Daniel Jones. Like, I don't know what they've seen from Daniel Jones. Yeah, someone was saying... Uh, I think it was Big Cat. He was talking about how people like come at him about believing in Mitchell Trubisky for so long because like mm-hmm. he had the same take. But it was like Mitchell Trubisky at least got us to the playoffs. Like Daniel Jones hasn't even won the division. No. So I yeah I I don't know. Like I've I've been saying it. Some people were calling him Danny Dimes after that one Bucks win. Yeah. And he didn't even look good in that game to me. So I, I if you like I don't know what it is like there's better quarterbacks out there in my opinion. Yeah, and the was the Washington football team will be starting Taylor Taylor Heineke. Yeah, um, but you got Washington. Yeah, I'm gonna go Washington. I'm actually gonna go 13 probably unless yeah. unless my vibes change. My uncle Dennis texts me like, "What's up, with boy? With your boys putting up like random numbers like seven and eight? Because well, only you did, and uh, Mike Cardinal did eight. No, you, there's no reason. What you want me to go? No, for five? I just thought it was funny. But <laughs> the options are limitless. Yeah, they they are. Um, my game this week, I, I I don't know who I'm gonna pick yet. I haven't really uh, looked into it too much. I know the Rams. Uh, I have the Rams and the Colts. The Rams are like a four point. You don't favorite. know who you're gonna pick. I don't. That's a no brainer, bro. I you know I mean with Carson on the other side, the I mean Stafford and the Rams. That was that was fun to watch on Sunday. Like Stafford literally just airing the ball out. Yeah, um, yeah I'll probably, but I don't know how much I'm gonna put up. I haven't thought about all that yet, you know. So yeah, that's it. I wish I had that game. Really? Yeah, I have like so many. I was looking at my schedule. I have like a bunch of divisional games. Mm-hmm. Rough. Really? Not like a bunch, but like the last like yeah. this one's a divisional, and then I think I in two weeks I had like another like divisional. I think I have like the Steelers Ravens twice or something like that. Oh wow. Um, that's but, tough. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going with Washington. Taylor Heineke was the like he was very close to being the Buccaneers. You know, he, he yeah. did it when that was his last start. Yeah. So that's what I'm going off of. He didn't look that great on uh, Sunday, but he did bring some juice to the, to the offense, which was good. So that's why I'm going to go with him, just off of the eye test, basically. Gotcha. You watch any uh, college football last Saturday? Uh, college football game that I watched was a blowout. Really? So yeah, I, oh, oh, I was. Building. I was checking in to see if you're getting into it. More. I, I mean, I was watching them, but every game that I put on was like a blowout. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think, and then I was trying to watch the Liberty game, but I didn't have ESPN Plus, even though I pay for ESPN Plus every single month. They they don't let me put pay watch that game because I don't have ESPN Plus and a cable provider uh, or something like that. Yeah, this is very bogus, bro. Like, I pay you, yeah. I pay for the service. But it's in my Hulu package. I did that deal a couple years ago. But I know um, this week they'll have the big whiteout. Penn yeah, State plays exciting. Auburn. What uh, time is that? Is that a twelve or seven thirty? Oh, it's a night game. Yeah, and okay. I'm pretty sure that's where game day's at. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one, just because our boy's gonna be there, in Notre Dame. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny to, LB. Yeah, so I will look forward to that. And then I'm pretty sure Florida has a big game against. Uh, Someone too. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent certain. I've just been like going on and being like, "Oh, look, that looks like a good game. I'm free. I'm gonna watch that." Like, yeah. I'm gonna be like Meg's one friend is like, I don't even know what the heck's going on, but we're going to like some 
bar that has a food truck outside that's like Asian fusion or something, Ooh. and then we're gonna go back to the. Bar. I I'm just hoping that we got TVs around because yeah. I I don't know what this well, situation is. I get that. But, well, I, you know, I won't be around this Sunday. What? I was going to go to the nest. I know. I didn't tell you. No. <laughs> I, um, Amalia, my niece, is getting dedicated um, oh, in, in Kenneth Square. Oh. Because Luke's, Luke's yeah. daughter. So, well, I mean, the service is like 1030, but I think we're going to have yeah, like, a little after party. So, I don't, the Packers I don't think. I don't know. It's a good question, but I'm hoping... I mean, I'll, I'll find it. Find a way to get well, the game I mean, on yeah, somehow. Yeah, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, a little bit, it's a little bit easier to do than when yeah. You're in New so we, we won't be together until uh, week to week back. three, which will be a prime time. I want to say it's a Monday night. I think it's week Sunday. Three. Is it Sunday? I think it's just Sunday. Okay. I it's the twenty fourth. I believe I have the schedule. On my right. keys right here. So. And isn't it twenty fourth? That's last year's schedule. <laughs> you are. No, I'm it's incorrect. Monday. Oh, it's Monday night. Monday football? at Dallas, week three. Oh, yeah, be... oh it's the 27th. Yeah. I don't even have yeah. the days right. The 24th would be a Friday. <laughs> um, Holy cow, bro. Imagine 2-0 and going into Dallas on a Monday night. I can just see us again, you know, making the other team fumble on the kickoff, <laughs> recovering it clearly. And then... Yeah, you know all, you know that all too well. <laughs> but uh, we'll end with uh, bringing it back or get to know us. I feel like I probably have asked this this question before because <laughs> we've been doing it for so long but um what is a good podcast that you listen to that is not sports related so you can give me any but i'm even trying to think of some to, for to listen to myself that's more like informative where i can learn something you don't have to give me one of those if you don't have one of those um, but what's like a good podcast i know you're, you're a podcast guy paul's l- listening to podcasts all the time sports related yeah yeah so um, i was um i was just listening to uh the bear, the bear with us podcast i don't Are they think back? i don't think they're back i, I was just catching up I, yeah I, I, I was a bear with this man so that's that's one that i really like and then the other one um is uh how i built this with guy raz and what that is is just a dude from npr that interviews people who build different things mostly like, companies okay so it's not like oh how do you build like a skyscraper yeah. or something but like the last one i listened to was like the the guys that invented um not invented but the owners of la Colum, the creators of that they've like it's been going on forever i used to listen to that one every monday when it came out okay. back when i was at the old shop like old old shop and then they started doing like replays and stuff like that and live shows i don't really like listen to live podcasts that much no yeah, because there's a lot of crowd noise. It's it's harder to listen to fast, so that's that's part of the reason. And then the other one that I always, I mean, it's just a classic is the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh yeah, that's literally like you can find like if you have like a favorite actor. Uh, I guess it's it's not that broad, but like you know you can listen to Joe Rogan with Kanye. You can listen to Joe Rogan with random mm-hmm. MMA yeah, guys. Yeah. You can listen to Joe Rogan with. Like Miley Cyrus, Joe Rogan with, and like, I like listening to the ones with like the random doctors and stuff, like people that just like know their field so well, like whether it's doctors, reporters, like just like random the people that know one thing or like two things just like so well that you have you have no clue what it's about, and then they just explain it all. And uh, Rogan does ask like pretty good questions to get them going. So I I would say that those are my. that I would recommend those. Good info. 
Good yeah. to know. I I would get. I guess I would actually go Rogan above all of them, just because mm. like that's. Fun. I don't listen to Rogan that often because it you know football season, fantasy. Got to keep up with all these different, uh, all the different information coming out and uh, cipher through it all. <laughs> so I don't listen to that that often. But like my dad and brother in law listen to Rogan a lot, like a good amount. So like sometimes I'll get a text like, "Yo, did you hear this?" And I'm like, "Oh shoot, what?" And then I have to put it on stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I I don't listen to podcasts that often, um, which is one of the reasons I asked this question. I'm on long car rides. I feel like pretty mm-hmm. often too. So where yeah, it's like prime podcast. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say the porch, which is really just a church yeah, in Texas. Um, I listened to that. Um, I haven't listened to this one in a while, but Dave Ramsey talking about budgeting. Is that the big budgeting guy? His, uh, but it's more of a radio show. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I didn't not, like that because of that. Yeah, factor. but I actually more I listen to the YouTube clips more. Okay. Watch yeah, the YouTube I clips watched more. Um, because they're short and like very simple on whatever the topic is. So, I mean, the one thing too is some of the sports podcasts that I listen to aren't all sports. Like they're they're like, mixed. Yeah, it's like. Like, part of my take is my, I would say, my favorite podcast right behind Cheesesteak Sports. And it is just, you know, they riff, make funny jokes, Mm -hmm. bring in some life events, some random stuff. A lot of pop culture, that's how I know a lot of pop culture references is because they'll be like, oh, did you see, like, Cuomo did this or just, like, whatever. And uh, they mix it in and make it real, like, easy to digest. But then they also talk about sports. And they might bring up, like, some random player from, like, 2005 that was on, like, the Wisconsin basketball team. Just, like, random stuff like that. Mm. Also, they had Carmelo Anthony on today. And that was a really good podcast, listening to Carmelo. So, like, that's the thing, too, is, like, there's such a big podcast that they get the best guests. They had Peyton Manning on, last yeah. week, like, a couple weeks ago, Calvin Johnson before that. Forgot to mention, now that you bring up, bring up names and podcasts, I didn't listen to it, but I, have you heard Chris Long talking about Philly fans this week? Uh, no, but I do have I do subscribe to the Greenlight podcast. Yeah. And that was I don't even know if it was on the Greenlight pod. I think oh, it was, was an it? interview with John Clark, uh, and he was just saying I'm how... Not, I'm not listening to John <laughs> I just saw it on Twitter, because it was everywhere, about how... Um, Players don't understand how great it is to play for playing Philly. Like players don't understand. He talked about how he's in St. Louis for so long, how fans really don't care, and just like how different it is in Philly. And then I saw him like tweeting about like how this became like a big deal, like a big news report. I don't know. I couldn't get the vibe. I read it quickly of like if he was like, I shouldn't have said this. Like people take this too far. Um, like with what I said. Um, so I have to look that, but. It, it was cool to hear, again, I don't know how much it was blown up, because, again, I didn't listen to it. Um, but Chris Long, just he's he's a Philly legend. It's, it's a shame he was only here for the short amount of time he was here. Yeah, but at the same time, like he was a part of the, the legendary yeah, team he, that will, will, will... He's the dogmas. Him and Lane Johnson are the yeah, dogmas. That so will like, literally live forever in Philly. I have a sticker um, of, of Chris Long in the, in the drip from the, from the parade day. With the, the the mink coat and the Iverson Iverson jersey on my laptop right here. Uh, like, it's, yeah. it's right here, right in front of you, That's right tough. now. And you can't beat it. So, I'm reading it real quick now, because not one of the tweets, um, someone tweeted, has there ever been an athlete that got Philly more than Chris Long? And he quote tweeted, I do get the living bleep out of Philly. Um, but I also think I say yes to interviews in Philly a lot, and the same quote gets recycled in bold letters. 
And then someone else tweeted, I'd say Barwin got the bleep out of Philly. And he said he's a black belt in the art of art form of loving <laughs> Philly. Um, so it was, that's funny to see. Chris Long's the man. That's a, that's a good podcast as well. Yeah, that, um, I was going to bring that up after part of my take because he kind of does the same thing because um, he has his best friend from like high school as his co-host. Oh, wow. So like that's a, it's funny because he always like just like makes like subtle jokes about because it's like this nerdy like nerdy guy yeah, in yeah, sense. Yeah. so like you're looking at like a you know i wouldn't say hall of fame but like you know a all pro uh i think he he's not hall of fame right i don't know he did get two not. super bowls but like his rotational roles in those two yeah. super bowls i don't know i would like to call him a hall of famer but i think that would be too much um but you know just to actual like athlete next to like someone that's a real estate agent and then does this f- with them as well yeah so it's just funny yeah. um and then he also gets good guys on there too so but yeah he does sweet well eagles one and oh entering week two best time of the year i love fall love football glad that we're back talking sports Nothing football like it. um and we're out pumped for sunday hopefully we'll be two and out next time we talk and uh, any other thoughts? Go Words. Birds. Go Birds. <laughs>